Hi, I'm Larry, and this is Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. Most of what you'll hear or read about actually happened somewhere in my life. Sometimes you'll hear about my experiences, my strengths, and my hopes as I continue to grow as a person. You'll discover that I've made mistakes along the way, but I'm trying one day at a time to live a better life and sharing a little of it as we go along here on Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. So thanks for joining me. Just a little note, this podcast is sponsored by Z. Michelson Travel. You can contact Z at zmichelsontravel.com. And Z spells her name Z-E-E. And Z also tells me that she likes to make your travel dreams come true. Also, check out my blog at Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. Thursday morning, it's 8.30, and I'm ready to head out the door to my writer's group at the event center at Trilogy of Orlando. I'm going to take the car today because it looks like rain. It's supposed to rain off and on all day. I have the car key fob, my clipboard with today's writing assignment, and all I need now is my phone. But I can't find my phone. I knew I had my phone earlier in the morning. I do my daily meditations on the phone. I know I did that at 5 a.m. because I woke up early, but then I went back to sleep and got up at 7 a.m. Now I'm pacing between the kitchen, the studio, the kitchen, the studio, and my bedroom. I know the phone wasn't in my easy chair because I'd had it earlier in the morning. I was concerned that the phone was on silent. The night before, I had attended one of those meetings where they request that you silence your phone at the beginning of the meeting. I couldn't remember if I had switched it back to the ringer mode. Now, I'm going around the house, asking Siri to help me find my phone. I'm yelling, hey Siri, hey Siri, hey Siri, what's the cost of a barrel of oil today? I thought I heard it once, and then silence. The internet went down. Siri wouldn't answer. I kept marching around the house, retracing my steps. It's 8.45, and I needed to get going. I hate to be late for my group. What a feeling. I didn't have the communicator with me. I ask myself, will I be able to make it through the next couple of hours? After getting to the event center, I got my usual cup of coffee. I walked into the artisan room. The first thing I did was walk up to Jim and say, would you help me find my phone after the group meeting? He said he would be glad to help, and I was relieved. I knew the phone wasn't in the car or lost somewhere. I knew it was in the house, but where? Pacing myself through the lecture and readings, I didn't have the phone or the internet to distract me from what was happening in class. Finally, the class was over, and I followed after Jim as I was racing home to find my phone, my communicator, my personal computer. It's funny how your whole life now is connected to your phone. As we got in the house, Jim started calling my number. That's a great idea. If my phone rang, we could hear it and could identify its location. It was going to be so easy. 
Jim pressed the send button on his phone. We could hear the phone ringing on Jim's phone, but we could not hear my phone ringing. When my phone rings, it sounds like an old phone chime. It should have been easy to identify. So I guess I had left the phone on silent from last night. We started pacing from room to room, but heard nothing. Jim said, even if it was on silent, we should hear it or feel the vibration. This gave me great comfort. I went back to the bedroom and started patting down the head of the bed where I slept, assuming I had left it in the bed, but nothing. Jim started calling again. We're looking in drawers in the kitchen. I pulled the trash container out from underneath the sink, looking through it. It wasn't there. But when I'd worked at Chick-fil-A, there were times when guests would accidentally drop their phone in a large trash bin. I had combed through several of those trash bins and found a couple of phones. So I thought maybe I'd accidentally drop my phone into the trash. Back to the studio, back to the bedroom, but no sound. At last, there was a sound. The internet had come back on. The sound was emulating from the bedroom, but where? Our ears were pointed to the bed, the bed. I had frisked it. I didn't feel anything. Yes, the bed. But what was it hiding? Finally, I ripped the covers back, and at the foot of the bed, under the covers, was my phone, ringing silently and happy to see me. As I said, I'd used my phone at five in the morning. I fell back to sleep with the phone on my lap, and as I turned over, the phone moved to rest itself at the foot of the bed, under the covers. The moral of the story is, don't sleep with your phone or make sure it's not on silent. Well, that's this week's story. You can see that it's all part of my life. Maybe you have some circumstances similar to mine, and I hope you'll join me again next week and find out what's happened in my life. Or you can check out my blog as well. That's Larry's Sort of Fun Stories. And if you're looking to do some traveling, check out zmichelsontravel.com. Remember, she spells her name Z-E-E. And she tells me that she likes to make your travel dreams come true. Again, thanks for listening. And until next time, I'm Larry, always looking for a sort of fun story to share with you.